Precure Podcast Engaged. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm Sorter of the Light, Cure Cassidy. <laughs> yes, but today we are not talking about Pretty Cure. Well, we will mention Pretty Cure, but as you all know, uh, we also talk about Ben 10. So we have compiled a list of shows where we have determined, or not yet determined, uh, whether they are confirmed magical girl shows, denied magical girl shows, and Toby determined. <laughs> yep. We've brought it up on the show before about whether or not, hey, is this show a magical girl show? And so now we're just going to get a bunch of it out of the way right now. Yes. So we're going to go over what we have confirmed as one, the ones that are not, and then are we going to determine? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk through and determine them on air. Yes. Of course. That's what this is for. And if you have any thoughts, please share them with us. I would love to hear what you all think. Okay, so why don't you tell us what shows are confirmed to be Magical Girl shows? And if you have anything you want to say about any of them, go ahead. All right. So, top of the list is Ben 10. We know that. Then we got Cardcaptor Sakura, which is my favorite Magical Girl show. We got Creamy Mommy, the Magical Angel, which is a very good show that I think people should watch. It's one of the, uh, so, this is going a bit off topic, but most shows, like for Magical Girls, there's two ways they become Magical Girls. There's... Someone from a different dimension comes through, like the fairies in Pretty Cure, and they get the powers that way, which is more like fantasy-ish. And then there's aliens. And Creamy Mommy, the Magical Angel, is aliens. So if you want more aliens in your Magical Girl show. <laughs> Next, we got Danny Phantom, El Tigre, He-Man, Kaito Tenshi, Twin Angels, Madoka, of course, we can't forget Madoka. A magical Girl, Lyrical Na- Nanoha. Magical Girl, Raising Project. Magical Knight, Ray Earth. Miraculous Ladybug. Yes. Which is also very good. Uh, God. Oja Maho Dor- Dorimi. Pretty Cure, obviously. <laughs> That's what our whole podcast is based about. Uh, mm-hmm. Prin- Princess Tutu. Sailor Moon, of course. Sally the Witch, which I believe I have on here because I believe it's the first Magical Girl show from back in the 60s. So I wanted to make sure it's on the list so we can represent the OG. Uh, She-Ra, you know, He-Man's here. So she is also here. And with the newest she it definitely fits. Like, she has a whole Magical Girl transformation, okay? Sugar Rune Rune. Super Monkey... Nope, I skipped one. <laughs> Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. Yeah, no, but you did like skip over one, the one oh. underneath Shira. How I did ship, skip over that. I, uh, Sugar Chara, which helped bring me back into the magical girl genre. Also, I want to say now that you've read Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, I I forgot that we confirmed it. I thought it was still in the Toby Determined list. Yeah, I guess it is here. It is here. Well, yep. 
There it is. <laughs> I don't know anything about this show, so this was a, based on your judgment. Oh, I haven't really watched the show either. I just sent you some links. Oh, hmm. Well, I guess it's here. Listen, yeah. I, I trespass us. Uh, Simpho Gear, Tokyo Mew Mew, Winx Club, Wish Upon the Pleiades, and Yuki Yuno is a hero. And that's everything we have so far. I know there's a lot of magical goal shows out there that are not on this list, but what do you want from me? That's not really what the list is for, you yes. know? All right. Tell us, Kesty. The ones that didn't make the cut. Well, so far, this is a much shorter list. Um, here we have American Dragon, Jake Long, Epithet Erased, Riverdale, Samurai Flamenco, Scooby-Doo, The Thundercats, Voltron, Shaolin Showdown, Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Which, I'm sure someone will complain that we put Yu-Gi-Oh! on this list, but guess what? It just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. We've had this discussion, and Yu-Gi's not a magical boy. He, like, he's possessed by a totally different entity, as, like, a separate entity that exists within its own heart. Yes. Alright. And finally, we have Toby Determined. Yes, and this one we'll go through one at a time and figure out as we go. Um, starting with the one that's come up since we started this whole charade. Yes. Uh, Teen Wolf. Now, we did say to sort of in passing that Teen Wolf was one, but I just figured we should go back and just double check and confirm. I feel... So it's been a while since I've seen Teen Wolf. We should also discuss whether or not we mean the TV show or the movies. Well, my mind's always been on the TV shows. My mind's always been on the movies, because I've seen the movie. Oh, no. I have not seen a TV show. <laughs> well, let's, let's do two entries for Teen Wolf, then. Yeah. Teen Wolf 1, Teen Wolf 2. And I don't yes. mean Teen Wolf 1 and the sequel Teen Wolf 2. I mean Teen Wolf to the TV, Teen Wolf the movie. Yes. So tell me about Teen Wolf the television show. Well, so Teen Wolf's a television show. It starts pretty much how you would expect. Uh, the main character, Isaac. Not Isaac. Wow. How long has it been since I watched Teen Wolf? What is Scott? That's his name. No. Oh, God. Am I forgetting the name of the main character? Here. Let me look up Teen Wolf. I'm pretty sure it's Scott, even though I started saying someone else's name. Yes, Scott McCall. He is bitten by a werewolf, and then he starts... He transforms into one. I feel like in my heart, it is. Okay. I feel I'll like, believe you. Yeah. I'm currently trying to find a, a good clip from the movie to for us to judge it on. So let's go ahead and move Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Parentheses. TV series. It would help if I could spell series correctly. Okay, let me finish watching this clip. This is probably a good clip to judge it on. The wolf can dunk. Dude, this guy is sweating so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, what is his fucking name? I forgot his name. I can't believe I forgot his name. Michael J. Fox is just fucking drenched in sweat. Yes. And they turn all of that water into hair in a second. So in this clip, I'll just start describing it so you can cut out the dead air. Yeah. Um, Michael J. Fox goes for a free throw, makes it, and then at some point, there's a scramble for the ball. He curls up on it and gets covered in people. And when the people move away, he's wolfed out. And then he does a cool dunk after everyone's just sort of like, uh, what? You know? Yeah. 
There's a later scene where he does a handstand on top of a car. It's great. I love it. But do you think it's a magical girl show? Because for one, it's a movie. I want to say no. Okay. So Teen Wolf the movie is not magical girl. Parentheses. Movie. Okay. So next up on this list we have WITCH. That's W-I-T-C-H as an acronym. I have no idea what this is. It is a show. Well, I looked up Witch in Google, and it immediately gave me transformation. So it does look like they do transform. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, look at this clip. This is a magical thing. This music's a jam. Yeah. Looking at these designs, one would argue that perhaps this is more magical girl than Winx's. Yeah. Okay, it definitely makes the cut. That was a magical transformation if I've ever seen one. Alright, and I shall put it over there. Paste values only. Okay. Next up, Hong Kong Fooey. Now, if you can't tell, this is one that I added to the list. Yes, because I don't think I know anything about this. So, Hong Kong Fooey is a questionable <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoon about... Uh, you know, I'm just going to send you the intro. Alright. And it'll cover basically everything you need to know. So basically, yeah, Hong Kong Fooey is the story of Henry, who is a janitor. Uh, and to stop evil, he jumps into a filing cabinet and transforms into Hong Kong Fooey. Which is just the dog wearing a karate gi and, like, a mask. Huh. He has a cool transforming car. And a guide to Kung Fu that he uses to, you know, help solve the day. And an animal companion. He's a dog, though. Why does he need an animal companion? Because this is Hanna-Barbera. I guess you're right. Huh. I don't know if going into a file cabinet to transform... That's... It's the way he transforms every time. It's it's consistent. Hmm. It's like using stock footage. That is true. I would argue that it, it hits all of the requirements. Oh, he does have an animal companion, which is kind of also like, yeah, you know what? I'll give it to Hong Kong Fooey. With a Hong Kong Fooey chop. All right, next up is Captain Planet. Huh. So Captain Planet is, for those who somehow don't know, basically there's... What is it? Five teens? Yes. Of, you know, culturally diverse backgrounds. (laughs) Um, They all have magical rings, each controlling an element. That's earth, wind, fire, water, and heart. Um, And by their powers combined, I am Captain Planet. I feel like... He's a gestalt being created from all of the elements of the planet and protects the world from pollution. Okay, so I'm going to make a statement. I don't think Captain Planet is a magical girl show. I also don't think so. I think it's a super sentai show. Mm, I still think it's not that either. No? I don't think so. I mean, they combine their powers to make another being. But they themselves don't really do much heroing. Okay, that's fair. I I don't know what it is, but like... Sentai is very close to just being the same as 
uh, magical girl stuff, it has a lot of the same tropes. Yeah. So I feel like if it's not one, it's almost always not the other. Almost always. Yeah. So next up on our list of Toby Determined shows is Static Shock. Are you familiar with Static Shock? Yes, I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. It's about this uh, kid who gets uh, electricity superpowers after, what was it, like the big bang happened in his city? Not like the actual big bang, but like that's what they call it. Yeah, there was like a, not a particle accelerator explosion, but basically a particle accelerator explosion. So I'm going to say Shock is not because he doesn't transform into his superpowered self. He just puts on clothes. Hmm. Okay. I feel like transforming is a very important aspect of Magical Girl. Okay. I understand. Um, I will go ahead and say the next one on our list is Juniper Lee. Juniper Lee is not a Magical Girl show, aside from the fact that it is about a girl who has magic. Um, she's a, a teen girl who is... Let me look up the word for it. The Life and Times of Juniper Lee um, is the name of the show. It was a Cartoon Network show. She became the... What is it called? Taishuan Z. Ah. Who is the protector and keeper of the balance between the human and magic worlds. She has a bracelet that beeps whenever there's magical issues in the town. And she's the only one who... Well, for the most part, the only person who can see the monsters and other magical creatures in Orchid Bay. And uh, she can use... She has, like, a grandmother who... Used to be the Teshuanze and oh. knows all the magic stuff, does spells and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, she has superhuman strength and agility as part of it and is in high school, I think. But actually, it says preteen specifically, so probably middle school. Yeah. So I'm looking at Generator Rex. Uh huh. Because I watched so I- a sh- I'm going to say the Generator Rex is on this list for the sole purpose of being the counterpart to Ben 10. Yes. I have not watched it. <laughs> I have, but I had to rewatch clips from it to, so I can remember like what his stuff is. So like he can like change parts of his body into like machines and stuff. But I don't feel like he doesn't make the cut. He like maybe almost, but I don't think he does. Mm, I get it. And like I said, if you're out there and you're listening and you think we're wrong about where we're placing this, I would love to hear your thoughts on why. Be nice and respectful. Yeah, and also give us more things to put on our list. Yes. Uh, So I'm going to send you a link for this next one, which is Revolutionary Girl Utena. And this is basically the transformation sequence of the show. Um, Basically, Utena, from what I remember, because I only watched a handful of episodes of it, is about this very cool girl uh, who's basically just the coolest person in the world, and there's a group of people at the top who hate her. And now, if I didn't specify anything else from here, you would be like, oh, this is Kill the Kill. Uh, <laughs> but it's not, because one, it's not about nudity. It's about um, it's about a girl pulling a sword out of another girl's chest and being very romantic about it. I feel like feel like the transformation with the sword being pulled out feel like it's in my bones it fits. Hello cat, can I help you? What are you doing? Meow. Celestial fire keeps hanging out with me. 
He's a very big boy, so every time he comes up onto my lap. Alright, so this next one here is Mobile Fighter G Gundam, which is a favorite of mine. This is the one where you sent me that clip about, uh, or like they like, that clip from before? Yeah, I'm gonna send this clip. This is a clip of, um... This is the transformation sequence of where Domon Kashu, who is the protagonist, puts on the mobile trace system, which is how he controls his robot, or Gundam, if you prefer. It's a full-body skin-tight suit, uh, and it's very... it's intimate. Yes. Uh, also, he has lots of signature attacks like a magical girl would, such as the burning finger. Uh, the burning finger comes with his own speech, much like... a. Sailor Moon move, perhaps. Uh, take this, my love, my anger, and all of my sorrow. Burning finger. Or something like that. And then also, and also variants like Shining Finger Sword. And there's one where he dances with another person and it sends out like a heart beam. I feel like watching it. It feels very Magical Girl-esque. Like even if it's a giant robot, it still feels that way to me. Oh, let me send you a picture of the Nobel Gundam also. Yes. But continue. So I feel like Mobile Seat, Mobile Seat, Mobile Suit Gundam G is a magical girl show. Mobile Fighter G Gundam. It's a different. It's it's the only one that's called Mobile Fighter instead of Mobile Suit. Uh, anyways, here's a picture of the Nobel Gundam. It's the Gundam model that a lot of people buy so ah. they can modify it into looking like a Sailor Moon. Yes, I can see why. That's very good. Whoops. Whoops. I have launched myself into hell. Okay. So next up, tell me about Cutie Honey. So, Cutie Honey is on this list because it's a show, uh, if you guys know Devilman, it's made by the same person, uh, Go Nagai. And I have it on this list because certain Cutie Honeys, like, she does transform, like, when she transforms into, uh, Cutie Honey. I can't remember her actual name. Let me look this up. There's gonna be a lot of me cutting stuff out. Yeah, but probably. Like, she can, like, transform... Like, she's a android, or... So she can, like, transform into, like, different, like, outfits. Like, you know, uh, Sailor Moon's, uh, wand thing that let her transform into, like, different, like, professions and stuff? Her transforming, uh, thing from the start of the show? You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe. You know, like, the thing that, like, let her transform into, like... A rock star, or... Oh, the, the transformation pen. Or not yes. the trans... But it's, I forget what they call it, but I'm gonna call it the transformation pen. Yes, that. So it's like that, that... Like, that's Cutie Honey's whole thing. She can trans... She has... Take on, like, transform to, like, different, like, professions and stuff. And she also has uh, another one where she can, like, fight crime. But I feel like not all Cutie Honeys follow this. Because there's various ones... But I don't know if we should, like, differentiate between the different ones. I mean, we do have just one of the Gundams. Oh, her name is, yeah, her name is Honey. Okay. Hmm. I think, for now, just put Cutie Honey into the confirmed and I will edit which ones are and which ones aren't. Alright. Because, like, she definitely transforms in some of them, like, like... Well, so what happens in the ones where she doesn't transform? I think she's more just like an android that's just fighting crime. I, I'm i willing to give them the full thing. Okay. We'll just say Cutie Honey is in there. Oh, I forgot she gets completely naked when she transforms. 
Yep, that's a that's a trope. Cutie honey's a little bit horny, just overall. Uh, so next up is Magic Users Club, which is a show that I have talked about on this program at length before. Yes. So go back and listen to that episode whenever instead um, of me describing it here. I have it on this list as Toby determined because it technically, uh, by a literal definition of magical girl anime, is one of those. Because uh, it is about a girl who does magic in anime. But there is no transformation sequence. And most of the time it's not about you know, stopping a crime or anything like that. It's just sort of like a slice of life type thing for the most yeah. part. I think this is the first like one we got where... Because for some people, for magical girl shows, they have a very loose definition. Like, as long as the, there's magic in the show, they can count it. Mm-hmm. I have a bit more of a restrictive one where I feel like transformations and fighting are key to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it doesn't count. I can see you already moved it to the died. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting it to last, but I wanted to talk about it for a second because... Yeah. It's an interesting point of, hey, this is like, by the most literal definition, should be one, but it is not. Yeah. Um, next up is another anime that I'm going to talk about in the future, whenever I eventually finish it. It's Hero Man. Uh, let me pull up a clip of Hero Man activating. Okay. Um, what if I just type in Hero Man transformation? This will pretty much be it. So it's a show about Joey Jones... Who is an American boy. He has a robot friend who got shot by alien lightning. And can now transform into the world's biggest badass. That's incredible. He's just, he's just a big man. Um, he has a big thing that shows up on his arm when he does that. That lets him activate all the powers. Um, that is actually not a very good example of it. Um, maybe I'll do this one. Here's another example of something that happens in the show. But yeah, like, all of the special moves get activated that way. It has the same thing where, like, Joey shows up in, like, a electric blue background gradient and spins the thing and hits the button and screams the name of the thing that he's doing. Um, I honestly could go either way on this one. It's not, like, a strong answer either way. It's either a soft no or a soft yes. I feel like, for me, it kind of reminds me of Ben 10. So I feel like I would give it to Hero Man. I'd give it to Hero Man. He could be a magical girl. Boy. Okay. So next up, we have Star versus the Forces of Evil. So I know a lot of people would qualify Star versus the Forces of Evil as a magical girl show. I've only seen a few episodes of it, and nothing about it screamed that to me other than the fact that Star Butterfly has a magic wand. Yes. So I feel like... Star is a magical girl. I don't think there's any transformations she has. Let me look and see if there is. Here's a video of her. It says transformation. Oh. So she is. This is a magical girl transformation. But I feel like it's like a rare thing. But I, I guess I would give it to her because like this is... I mean, I feel like it has to be done somewhat regularly, because that's, like, part of the gimmick with Magical Girl shows is, like, hey, we reuse animation. Yes, I feel like I don't think it's often enough, because I watched a whole video about why things went wrong, and I feel like it doesn't happen often enough that 
it would qualify in that case. Okay. I have so many people be like, what do you mean? So of the fourth. Maybe you won't have a lot of people, but someone's probably going to be out there be like, I don't know. I've been like, well, convince me otherwise. Yeah. All right. So this one, I'm just going to go ahead and jump around the list for this one because we have five different CW superhero shows. Yes. Um, I'll go ahead and say that Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow all are not. I'd put them on the list fo- solely for completionism's sake. They... There's nothing about them that would make me think that they are. Now, however, the two standouts are Supergirl and The Flash. Now, for the most part, for most of the series, for most of the part, for both of these series, they wouldn't be considered it, I don't think. Um, But minor spoilers for later seasons of Flash and the most recent season or two of Supergirl. Um, The Flash has a suit kept in his ring like traditional, which gives it more of a transformation sequence feel because he always shoots it forward and then like runs into it. It's not like a reused animation type thing. Um, Oh, I don't even need to as much with live action. Yeah. Um, So I don't, I don't, I don't know how we feel about the flash. Let's get flash out of the way first before I talk about Supergirl. Hmm. I want to say yes. Okay. Which you care to elaborate for the folks at home? I feel like the, for the tra- the later uh, uh, parts where he does have his uh, suit in his ring, this count. I don't feel like transformations need to be like completely lengthy, like they are sometimes in uh, magical girl shows because they're trying to fill time. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like he has like the air of a magical girl, where like he's fighting crime and he was like chosen and. He seems, and he has like, it's like some of his villains feel kind of like they could fit into a magical girl show, like other versions of himself and. Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. I can okay. get the feeling of it, yeah. So let's talk about Supergirl then. Because I think Supergirl as a transformation sequence even still exists before the most recent episodes, or most recent season. Uh, in the most recent season. One of her friends put a bunch of nanites into her glasses, so when she does the rip off the glasses dramatically emotion, it, like, nanomites her suit onto her. Oh. That's really um, cool. But also, like, even in the original, like, setup of it, ripping your shirt open dramatically to reveal a shirt underneath that has the big S logo on it, that feels indicative of a transformation sequence in a way to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that Supergirl has a lot of similarities with the Flash as far as energy and vibes go. Yeah, I definitely can get that same feeling. But not vibe the character, that's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, we got aliens. I'm saying, aliens are beings from other dimensions. Speaking of aliens or beings from other dimensions, Flip Flappers. (sighs) I think... They do have a transformation. I haven't seen all Flip Flappers. I've only seen a few episodes. I have also only seen a few episodes, and I can't say that the episodes I have seen give me big Magical Girl vibes. I feel like the magical part of it comes later on in the series as opposed to... Well, even in the first few episodes, they're like traveling to other dimensions and stuff and having superpower fights. But it doesn't feel like a magical girl show to me in the same way. Yeah, and like, sorry. 
No, go ahead. I mean, I was going to say it feels kind of like Samurai Flamenco in that way. And I was going to say, like, I saw people talk about it like as a Magical Girl show, and when I was watching it, I didn't get that vibe from it. So I was like, oh, I mean, I guess it could be. But to me, it didn't see- feel that way. Yeah. So we're going to put this in the no column. Yes. We put the S on foot flappers. There we are. Uh, so Ranma one half. Vomin one half. So Vomin does- Vomin? Is that how you say his name? Wayman? Vomin? I thought it was Ranma. Vom. It's Vomma. Why did I- You know- I've had- <laughs> In my new parody series, Rama, Ramen one third. <laughs> It's been a long weekend. Uh, so he does transform. It is not in the same way Magical will transform, because it, he transforms through water. He does fight people, and they all ridiculously named. Because we got, like, <laughs> Shampoo and Moose. What's the name of the pig boy? Oh, God, I don't remember. I forgot his name. So it's, it also starts with an R, I think. Ronma one half pig boy. <laughs> Ryoga. Yes. I I wanna say yes. I feel okay. like even though the transformations aren't technically based like they are magical technically because he fell into a spring and that's why he's was cursed, so that's magic. I think Akane would be Akane's the girl in that one, right? Yes. I, I got concerned for a second that I had said the name of the girl from Inuyasha, which is Kagome. <laughs> <laughs> That's also not a magical girl show. Well, let me write that down. Inuyasha. We should have. I mean, I thought we, we did. Did we? Didn't we t- say no? Let's look. No, it's not on the list. It's not on the list. But I feel like we. It's not on the list now. I feel like we mentioned it before and we. Yeah. You, there's an extra Y. <laughs> is there? It's I U. It's I U I N U. There's no Y after okay. the end. Um. So Ronma one half. I think Akane has big magical girl vibes. Yes, specifically. Oh, I, I can get behind that. Uh, totally spies. <sighs> hmm. They do transform into their suits, into the lace-like suits. They don't really do like a transformation sequence of it, though, do they? They do. It's been have, a while. They so not. In every seasons, but there are seasons where they do get a transformation sequence. Because I listened to uh, that uh, Totally Spies recap podcast for like mm-hmm. years, so they do transform later on. Like, like they have this whole okay. So yeah, I say it fits. All right, if the shoe fits, wear it. And Totally Spies will be wearing this shoe. Yes. Now, Code Lyoko. That's a show I can talk about. I love Code Lyoko. Go ahead. I wish it was more easily watchable in the modern era. Yes. Um, Code Lyoko is about a group of teens who go to school, but also there's this technological force whose name I don't remember, but they're Zana. bad. Yes, Xana, which influences the real world by like causing horrible things, like sending a train on an uncontrollable path that will cause it to crash into something highly explosive and it'll like destroy an entire city. Yes. And in order to stop it, the kids from Code Lyoko have to go into a computer and transform into different versions of themselves, such as Odd, who becomes a cat boy. 
He does. Hmm. And that's the only character's name I remember right now. <laughs> I think there's a girl named Anita who is from the computer. They gave her a real girl body. I don't remember how that happens, but it happens. Her name is Alita. Alita. I was close. I have so many knowledge about Cold Yoko. She was technically placed into the virtual world by her father. She's a real person, but you don't find oh. that out. You don't find that out until much later. This is why I need to be able to watch Kodalioko. They do give her a physical body. No, they like they find their way to like bring her out of a computer. I don't remember exactly. I know Jeremy, the uh, guy who mans the computer, he doesn't go in there. He's the one who does it because he's in love with her. And then there's also a sword, bo- sword boy and a girl with fans. Yes, uh, Ulrich and Yumi. And there's Missy, who's a pain. That's her name, right? Sissy. Sissy. I was close. Again, very close. Yeah. Do you think this is a magical girl show? Technically, transform when they go into the computer, and it's this whole sequence. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting the digital world, which is like aliens or an alternate dimension. And they do fight against, like, and it's also fighting robots. That's true. I want to say- And they are teens. Yeah. They are in middle school, which a lot of magical girl shows take place in middle school. I think one of them's in high school. Like, she's, like, just in high school. I think this counts. I'm putting it on the list. Yeah. Why is... Now, Power Rangers is next on our list. But isn't uh-huh. that a Super Sentai show? Yeah. Would it also count as a magical show? I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Super Sentai and most Super Sentai instances would be Magical Girl, I think. I can't say for sure because I haven't watched any actual Super Sentai itself, but I have watched some seasons of Power Rangers. And let me say that I think it fits the bill. Usually fighting aliens or beings from another dimension, uh, do a transformation sequence, have cool weapons, sometimes have animal companions. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Color-coded costumes when they're in a group. Yeah. All right. Welcome, Power Rangers, to the Magical Girl Club. All right, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. I want to say no, because if we're going to... I'm going to say no for the same reason we said no to start in the Forces of Evil. If there are any transformation sequences, it's very rare. Okay. And while, they, while they do have the power of friendship, which is important for Magical Girl shows, there's no, like, real... Like, most of it's just kind of slice-of-life stuff. Um, I think you're completely missing one of the best parts of Season 2. Where they had to fight, like, an evil bug queen, and one of them became a Gatling gun. I don't remember that. This is the last thing I pretty much watched of My Little Pony. Well, I'm still saying no. I'm curious about what is... How do you become a Gatling gun? I gotta remember... I don't even remember who did it, but I remember someone did it. That's incredible. Um, How do I even Google this? I don't know. Let me start, let me open this in an incognito tab, first of all. And then I'll just type in MLP Gatling gun. Yeah, okay, Pinkie Pie uses Twilight Sparkle as a Gatling gun. Huh, interesting. Listen, here's the clip. Oh, okay. So it's like, does she become a gun? It's gun adjacent. Yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Avatar The Last Airbender. Hmm. It's not so much a transformation sequence, but I think the Avatar state is similar. But it, I think it falls into the Yu-Gi-Oh! category of, at that point, you're not the same person. Yeah, you kind of are possessed by, like, your ancestors, the, the previous Avatars. 
Mm-hmm. Alright, so I put Vivid Operation on this list because it's more yes. uh, robot-y kind of based. But considering we have uh, Mobile Fighter G and we have... Uh, there was something else that made me think. Hero Man. Yes, yeah, so let me look up Vivid Dread Operation so I have any idea of what we're talking about. And describe it for the folks at home. So it's about like... uh, God, it's been a while since I watched Vivid Operation. But uh... This girl lives in like this. Should I just read the Wikipedia part plot? Sure. In the near future, an invention known as the Manifestation Engine has solved all of the world's energy-related problems five years ago. This powerful machine creates energy from the sky and now lies in the center of an artificial man-made island called Blue Island. On another such island named Izuoshima, a girl named Akane Ishiki lives a peaceful life with her family. Her grandfather, Kenjiro is a smart yet eccentric scientist who is also the inventor of the Manifestation Engine. Because of his invention, the world has entered a new era of peace, however, this peace did not last for long. Suddenly, without warning, an alien force known as the Alone attack and invade Earth. Their prime directive is to destroy the Manifestation Engine, so that they can send the world into chaos. Despite the human military forces hitting them with all they've got, they prove to be no match for the Alone's immense power. Just when all hope seems lost, Kenjiro gives Akane a special key, which will allow her to access the Vivid System, the only thing that can defeat the alone. Now wearing a pallet suit, and possessing abilities unlike anything she ever imagined, Akane fights to protect the world from the alone. She also recruits her classmates Aoi Futaba, Akaba Segusa, and Himawari Shinomiya to join her in the fight. However, a mysterious girl is planning secretly behind the scenes to sabotage their efforts of defeating the alone. The plot of this actually sounds like a less slice of life version of Magic or Magic Users Club. So this is the transformation sequences. And they are also uh, a little uncomfortable because... Yeah, no, that's underwear. There's also a sequence uh, later on where... Uh, Akane can, like, uh, merge with one of the other girls to make, like, a stronger version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you watch past the first one, you can see the the merge, the one where they merge into one being. Yeah, those are magical girl-style transformations, for sure. Yeah. Would you say the rest of the show fits into that kind of formula? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so it gets to be a magical girl show. And that's everything we had on our list for today. Is there anything last minute you would like to add? Hmm. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. We now have 42. I, I have had there. something I wanted to add since we, I said the word Inuyasha. Yeah? Which is Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh. I don't think it is. No. But I just, I think about it every now and then. I have the entire series on DVD. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, so I also want to add for no, but just because I'm thinking about it, because I've been rewatching it, Soul Eater, not a magical girl show. What, one of them can, tra- people can transform into weapons, but I don't feel it fits. Soul Eater. So, need properly capitalize Yu Yu and Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, I haven't watched most of Tenchi Muyo, but I'm going to go and say it's not. Probably. It's not, but there is a series based off one of the characters that is. Uh, I have to remember. Does it follow the Space Bounty Hunter? 
with the cool lightsaber, and I, it's debatably part cat. No, it follows uh, Sammy. Mm. I don't remember any of their names, you see. You remember the space princess? No. <laughs> Tenji Muyo is a thing that I remember in co- like as a concept more than I remember anything about it. I caught like part of one episode once. Sammy is like one of the uh, girl's younger sister, and there's a series based off like spinoff from Tenchi Muyo called Magical Girl Pretty Sammy. That is a Magical Girl show, and it has exactly three episodes. Yes. I just googled his character. Oh, it's like the small one. Yeah. Okay. Would you, would that count on the confirmed list? Yes, I think okay. so. Okay. Magical Girl, Pretty Sammy. Alright, I think that's everything. Uh, Would you like to give us a recap of everything we've added to the confirmed list? Sure, I will read them all out. It starts at 29. Okay, we have added uh, Team Wolf, the TV series, Witch, Hong Kong Fui, Revolutionary Girl Utena, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, Cutie Honey, Hero Man, The Flash, Supergirl, Rama One and a Half, one and a half. <laughs> the Lion King, one and a half. Rama, one half. Totally Spies, Kolioko, Power Rangers, Vivid Red Operation, and Magical Girl, Pretty Sammy. Take it away. What we say was not. We said that the following were not Magical Girl shows. The Teen Wolf, the movie, Captain Planet, Static Shock, the Life and Times of Juniper Lee, Generator Rex, Magic Users Club, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, Flip Flappers, Inuyasha, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, Avatar The Last Airbender, Yu Yu Hakusho, Soul Eater, and Tenchi Muyo. And that's, that's it. That's our entire list. Send us more and we will do the whole thing. Yes, we will talk more about it at a probably. later. Yeah, probably. You can send it to us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me about my choices and if I was wrong or if you agree with me, you can find me on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride. I'm also, I would also qualify for the, the confirmed because I am a real life magical boy. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, and you can talk to me about my decisions, because I think about these things a lot. Every time I watch something, I'm like, is this, <laughs> is this that? Um, I am I am in the denied column, because actually, I'm just a regular cat girl. No magic here. Yep. More of an animal companion than anything. You wouldn't think that by the way we introduce ourselves for this show, but it is what it is. You have to keep them on their toes. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you want to plug your podcast? Uh, yeah, I also do Kids and Their Dog. It's a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast, which is now, by the time this comes out, probably. Well, probably not, actually. it It's coming dangerously cheesy to its final year, second year. I messed all of that up because I wanted to say the joke dangerously cheesy and did not follow <laughs> through with it at all. Anyways, it's going to be two years old soon. And it's very good and I enjoy doing it constantly. And it's one of the favorite things I do alongside this show. 
Aw, it's very good. I love kissing their dog. If I never guess it on it, this podcast might not exist. It's true. Uh, so go listen to Kids in the Talk, is what I'm saying. Maybe you too will get a podcast. No I guarantees. N- no guarantees, but maybe. It's possible. I also can't guarantee it'll get you a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it only works once. talking about episode 23 uh we already talked about it on the last episode but it's the the going back to the woods i can't remember anything i can't remember any information about this episode. uh it's summer camp time they're going to summer camp they're going to two different summer camps that are in the same place and then there's spooky stuff as um white piccolo tries to get the box <laughs> full of rocks yes that's all going to happen so until Next time. We need your help, Meepo. Shining finger. <laughs>